0: People say that he helped and enabled Hitler, he supported the Nazis, he was anti Semitic, and for that reason, he was known as Hitler's Pope. This was one of the most powerful men in the world who could have used his power, who could have used his authority, who could have used and wielded his power to help the Jewish people, to save people from the Nazis, but instead he complied with the Nazis. He was weak, he didn't stand up to them, and worse, when he finally did come under persecution, instead of saying more, he just stayed silent. He didn't speak out. He was silent in the midst of all of these injustices, and this Pope deserves to be condemned. But is any of this true? And the answer is, of course not. On the contrary, as we're going to see in this podcast, Pope Pius XII himself is responsible for saving 800,000 Jewish lives. He was praised by the Jews of the day, including Albert Einstein, and he did more to help and save the Jewish people than anyone else. And ever since 1963, there has been a revisionist history where people look at the modern history. Those who don't know what revisionist history is, it means there's an accepted history of what history actually is, and then there are people who come along and change the real history into their own whims and fancies. And this all started in 1963 with nothing other than a theater production. That's right, folks. You heard me correctly. It's a play, a theater play that was produced in 1963 called The Deputy. And this play accused Pope Pius XII of consulting with the Nazis, with complying with them through silence, and doing nothing to help the Jews and their plight. Now, nobody before this believed this, but as this play started to spread and gain traction, and as this new myth of history started to spread, people started to forget what really happened, and they started to believe the myth instead. I mean, we're talking about an on-stage accusation. It's not even like a book. It's not even like uh, a scholarly review or a peer-reviewed article. It was a play for crying out loud. And after this play, severe criticism of the Pope and the Vatican came out. I mean, why would people listen to a play and start condemning the Pope for what he did? Why don't they turn to the facts in the history that really happened. And eventually, I mean, I'm surprised even just telling you this, it it, it shocks me that this could even happen based off a play, but it eventually grew into a firestorm resulting in much anti-Catholicism, anti-papal sentiments, and along with the revisionist history that we now know today. Many, many people across our land think that Pope Pius XII was anti-Jew, anti-Semite, pro-Nazi, or at least just silent. He was lazy, he was weak, he was afraid, and he could have spoken out, but he didn't. But in this podcast right now, we're going to set the historical record straight and the real story regarding Pope Pius XII and the Holocaust. As I stated at the beginning of this show, Pope Pius XII did more to help the Jewish people during World War II than any other person on earth, including organizations And political governments. Now, that is a big claim. Even before he became Pope, when he was Eugene Pacelli, he spoke out loudly against the Nazis. Eugene, future Pope Pius XII, spoke out loudly against the Nazis, and people knew this about him, and he created a stir. I mean, it was not, you don't speak out against the Nazis. You don't speak out against the Third Reich and not have any heat come to you. But it's no secret that the Nazis hated him and wanted to do away from him. And there are many, many letters that we have to this day that verify this fact and their disdain for him. However, eventually, the Nazis started to warn the Pope and warn Catholics and warn Christians in general that if they keep speaking out against him, that they are going to face immediate consequences. And Hitler was, as we know, he was always true to his word. One famous example was in Holland. The Catholic Church there refused to stop speaking out against the Nazis. And as a result, not only did Jews die, including Anne Frank, who we all know, but thousands of Catholics died alongside of the Jews including Edith Stein, a convert to Catholicism, and the Nazis made true to their promise for anyone who spoke out against their regime. Enter Pope Pius XII again as Pope. He saw this, and he saw many other people dying under the Nazis, and so he stopped speaking out publicly, and he decided to go a different route. He decided to develop and try a new and much more effective strategy instead. And in fact, it saved almost a million Jewish lives. Sure, Pope Pius twelfth could have spoken out. Sure, he could have continued to think he was all that and to proclaim out loud that the Nazis were evil and condemn their atrocities, and he could have died in their place, just like Anne Frank, just like Edith Stein, and just like all the people at the Vatican and all the people around him. I mean, he could have caused so many more people to die, but instead, he decided to try a secret approach, a novel approach. A genius approach. Even the Jewish people of that day enjoyed this new approach of his. They agreed with it. And they also agreed that speaking out would not only endanger Catholics, but would make things worse for them as well. So what was the Pope's new approach and why was it so successful? Why did so many Jews consider him a hero in that day? Well, first, Pope Pius XII secretly opened many of the monasteries and convents around Europe, including France, Spain, Germany, Italy, and other countries as well. Even people's private homes were opened, not to mention cloisters of nuns were opened. I mean, cloistered nuns take vows never to see any people ever, and yet even they had exceptions to be made, and they were allowed to bring in Jewish people and shelter them and hide them. In all of these places, the Catholic Church safely had thousands upon thousands of Jewish people, and the Pope himself even opened up the Vatican to the Jews, and thousands more took refuge there. I mean, who could say that the Pope did not do anything to help the Jewish people, that he stood there silently and did nothing? Quite the contrary is true. Second, the Pope worked around the clock and was actively involved in secretive negotiations to help save Jews from being killed or deported. For example, through these negotiation deals, the Pope helped save 20,000 Jews from some of the Italian prison camps, 8,000 Jews from Holland, and many more thousands of Jews in other countries. This is another good thing. There were many, many efforts that the Pope and the Catholic Church did at large. Priests, nuns, bishops, all trying to save the Jewish people, and this did not go unnoticed. There's a book by Patrick Madrid called Pope Fiction, and it goes through many of the myths of the papacy and the historical errors regarding the papacy. And in this book, it says this, that the head of Rome... Abraham Zoli was inspired by the example and work of the Pope, so much so that he ended up researching Catholicism and converting to the Catholic Church after the war ended. I mean, how about that? Likewise, the chief rabbi of Jerusalem praised the efforts of the Pope and didn't hesitate to proclaim him and all the good he did. Now, Just to recap here, we have the head rabbi of Rome and we have the chief rabbi of Jerusalem coming out and praising the Pope. Why would they do that? Why would they praise him for his efforts if he complied with the Nazis, if he was secretly working for Hitler, if he was secretly being weak and not doing anything to help the Jews? Of course, the opposite is actually true. To this end, after the death of Pope Pius Twelfth, there were many prominent Jewish leaders and laymen who praised his efforts and successes, and he was highly honored everywhere. Both Israel's delegate to the UN and future prime minister of Israel, gave Pope Pius XII a strong praise for his outstanding work in helping the Jews and for his efforts in speaking out. So the reality is he did speak out. I mean, we have the proof that he spoke out. Everybody knows he spoke out until he couldn't anymore, and then he did it secretly to try to help them in a different way. But most people don't realize that shortly after the war, the World Jewish Congress gave Pope Pius Twelfth 2 million lira as a gift of thanksgiving for all that he did to help the Jewish people. Could you ask for any more black and white proof that the Jewish people loved the Pope? They treated him as a hero. And if that still doesn't convince you, even the Jewish scientist Albert Einstein published an article in Time magazine praising the efforts of the church in helping Jewish people everywhere. He said this, quote, I looked to the newspapers and editorials, but they, like the universities, were silenced in a few short weeks. Only the Catholic Church stood squarely across the path of Hitler's campaign for surprising truth. I had never any special interest in the Catholic Church before, but now I feel a great affection and admiration because the Church alone has had the courage and persistent to stand up for intellectual truth and moral freedom. And you can find that quote in Pope Fiction on page 304. And perhaps one of the clearest signs of Pope Pius the twelfth success and everything he did for the Jews was that after the war, the government of Israel— <laughs> not Germany, not Siberia, not any other country. The government of Israel estimated that Pope Pius XII saved eight hundred thousand Jewish lives during the Holocaust, more than all other religious organizations and government organizations combined. In fact, in the Pope's honor, the Israeli government planted eight hundred thousand trees to represent all the lives that he saved through his entiring work and effort. Wow. I mean, seriously, these are high, high, honors. They lauded honors in different ways all across the board on Pope Pius XII. So why in the world, in the face of this historical reality and beauty, would we believe a historical myth written by an anti-Catholic for a play that caught on without any historical knowledge, without any footnotes, without any factual evidence, just some crazy assertions that people started to believe and it fired up their anti-Catholicism? And why in the world would we We believe that versus the facts. The reality is that the Pope himself was in the trenches. He was on the front lines. He was doing undercover work to save as many Jews as possible. Not only should he be honored, he should be honored as a hero. And countless Jewish people since the World War have honored him and lauded his efforts for everything that he did. We need to really be steeped in history. We need to understand what really happened because when we don't understand what happens, history is doomed to repeat itself. We need to learn from our past. We need to stop fake news and fake history, and we need to pronounce the truth. And that's what we do here at Catholic Truth. We are not afraid to pronounce and preach the truth that people forget, that sometimes people revise, or that people are confused on. Because Jesus said that the truth and the truth alone will set you free. If you're interested in this topic and on other topics on the papacy, check out Pope Fiction by Patrick Madrid. It's a really great book. It's one of my favorites. You can also check out our books that we've written here at Catholic Truth. The first is Why Do You Believe in God? It's 15 real conversations with atheists, skeptics, non-believers, and people who have left the church. So you get to hear all of their objections and then hear our responses and why we are correct and why it's much more reasonable to believe in God. Our second book is Counterfeit Spirituality and it's the ultimate spiritual guide for all things Catholic, all spiritual practices to help you discern what is from God, what is not, and how to know a difference. Lastly, check out our social media. Check out our Facebook page. Follow us and subscribe to us on YouTube. Our YouTube channel is Catholic Truth and I'll post our social media links in different websites below and we'll also post below our Patreon page if you can support our ministry. You are the reason why Catholic Truth exists but unfortunately, we're growing, but we are not growing as fast as we like. There's so much more we want to do, but can't do till we have the funding. So if you love what we do, if you love the truth we preach, if you want to see more souls saved, please consider supporting our ministry. We will always pray for you and we ask you to pray for us. Thanks so much for listening and God bless you.